This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome, 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 people. Welcome to Chicago. This is the TCSF podcast with Big Z. We got Ivan in the house and we got Stevie B. I'm back, He's baby. Back. Oh, man. Uh, episode 158 is brought to you by 606 Media, Trisha Sports Fans, and Great Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to greatclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t shirt and search for keyword True Chicago. Use our promo code TRUEFAN15. For 15% off your order, uh, that is true fan 15 Get your official shirts now. Um, you got to subscribe. Yeah, smash that button. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You got to smash that smash. button. That's right. Get your notifications. Listen to us every week. Go back and listen to old episodes. And then after you're done listening to us, go listen to uh, the No Water in the Weekend and the uh, the Tape Never Lies. Tape See, never look lies. at that. Look at that. I'm literally, we're, we're, we're writing off the cuff. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's, hey, there's, we're rolling. It, we're rolling. It, it, it's loose and uh, <laughs> it's, it, we're all fucking uh, <laughs> very hungover. Um, you can find us at True Shy Fans, <laughs> True Chicago Sports Fans on IG, Six Hundred Six Media Group, Big Z underscore Six Six Hundred Six Media Media Group, and uh, where, where can I find you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you can find us at Instagram at No on the Weekend. Weekend is spelled W K N D. So. Ivan, what's your uh, Twitter handle or X handle? Yeah, my X handle, Ivan V underscore TTNL. And then you could YouTube. Uh, I think we're working on the Spotify or the iTunes for the Tape Never Lies uh, mm. for the podcast version. But if you go on YouTube, you go on to, on to X, you can find us there. Uh, Facebook as well. So I still call it Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Twitter, X marks the spot. I like, I, like, I like X. I, I don't mind if you're going to call it Twitter. It's a little, it's still too early to completely give it away, but... Right, it might go back to Twitter. This that guy has no idea what he's doing with that fucking company. I mean, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to do anything with it. Just let anyone else run it. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ivan, how was your week? It was actually pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, went to go see the Guns N' Roses concert. Right, right. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty badass. Um, you know, I mean, it was they're, they're older, obviously, but it was still a good concert, man. They're like, like they weren't. It wasn't like like I'm pretty sure that they kind of were reserved a little bit i feel like but it was a great concert everybody was cool everybody was chill i thought it was gonna rain for a minute yeah so like they start they, they you know they played november rain and then they were trying to play they were playing knocking on heaven's door and we're all sitting there like waiting for it you know what i mean like, like come on rain like, like like the super bowl when uh prince played in, exactly, in purple rain exactly. and it started raining greatest, greatest super bowl halftime ever i would fight you if you tell me no but um <laughs> there's no argument there's no argument but beyonce Bitch. Fuck just Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> but it was still it was a great show, man. Uh yeah, great show. Uh Cubbies are winning, Cubbies are rolling, so mm-hmm. I'm mm. happy too. It's a great week. Yeah, they yeah, they'll be winning. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Steven, how was your week? Uh man, uh unemployed. You know, so that sucks. Uh for guarantee rates, and guarantee rates having a horrible time right now with the well, uh, loan office uh, loans, you know. So what happened? So Okay. <laughs> Please tell the audience what happened. So, I got tired of just jerking off at home. Uh, I had to do it at work. I'm just kidding. No. Uh, so, I had to go to Downers Grove into the office, right? Well, my boss, there was a notification that popped up on my laptop at like 3.46 saying important business meeting. Okay. All right, cool. But, so, then, but then I hear 
in the back, like, I'll, ever since I started, there's always this guy named Mark Florence, or we could beep that out, whatever. Fuck him. But he's, <laughs> like, it's, it's not his fault, but he's like the HR guy. Right, fuck so, him. So, as soon as I opened the Zoom call, I saw his name, I'm like, shit! <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I got a severance so package, so that was pretty cool. Oh. Um, but no, it's just... Uh, Mortgage interest rates are like almost at eight percent. Yeah, we're going back to the eighties. So yeah, you're you. It's bad at guarantee rate right now. So and they laid off like I think one hundred twenty three people like the day before I did. So <laughs> it was like one big conference call. Like you're all fired. <laughs> Just yeah. Do it in bulk. Why not? Yeah. And but the only the shitty part is, you drive had me drive all the way on a Friday Damn. to Downers Grove. And then just to let you could, I was working from home Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You couldn't give me Friday. Like what the fuck? <laughs> and it was a conference call, anyways, on Zoom. That's so. my point. <laughs> That's so uh, fucked up. I'm just like just sitting there driving back home. I'm like, what the fuck? Who, who's, who's running that company? Jerry Reinsworth. Maybe close <laughs> in a bad week for guaranteed rate everything. <laughs> everything. Everything. everything related to the everything. White Sox is just shit right now. So that was that. And then last night I went to a concert. I went to an emo concert. Did you cry? No. I never I, I've heard of them, so it was the get up kids and the starting line. Ooh. So they're like one of the originals of emo before Yellow Card, Jimmy Eat World, all that kind of stuff. If you say so. So it was pretty cool. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Sausage Fest? No, there were some chicks there. Mm, daytime emo. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it was at f- what you, five o'clock? Four, four o'clock? Four o'clock, yeah, I saw your yeah, post. Yeah, four o'clock. And um, it was really cool because it was a Cobra lounge. And they actually had a frame with Pee Wee Herman behind the bar. Nice. Yeah. And hey, Cobra Lounge is cool. I mean, I, what is it called now? All Rise? Yeah. Some shit like that. It's called All, uh, it's all Rise Brewery. Right. Okay, I think yeah, I, it used, I think it used to be yeah, Cobra yeah, Lounge, yeah. and they changed the name of it. Yeah, but uh, hey, the food was good. Me and uh, I haven't Matt had the bur- sma- burger. That burger, yeah, yeah. I heard the burgers are really good there. Uh, I was really hungry, so that- you were hungry and emo. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was emo, my feelings. The emo made him hungry. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty much it for me. My week. I mean, I've been taking it easy. You've been uh, taking it easy. Who are you? Uh, I've been feeling like such a scumbag. But yeah, because you were supposed to be out last week. Yeah, but I had Cubs game. No, that's not the reason. And I was a little depressed too. So let's get to the bottom of it. Get on the couch. I was depressed, man. <laughs> you were caught off. You were caught off guard. You were you were surprised about the whole getting let go, right? Yeah, it was a real bummer. So now I don't know. I I'm going to start hooking now. I guess. I mean, in the meantime, I mean, Pulaski's down you the street. Do what you gotta do. I know. Show a little leg. <laughs> Go up to Wrigleyville. You'll get you'll get paid. Yeah, I will. Yeah, <laughs> big bucks. Yeah, yeah. big bucks. Hey, man. <laughs> you want to pay? I'll play. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, other than that, um, it's just been chill, hanging out. What about you, man? Um, you're so shit. I'm on a. I want a bender. I, I don't I'll think I haven't. I don't think I haven't had it. Not had a drink this whole week. I think I haven't had a drink this whole summer. <laughs> oh, well, that too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, literally today's my last day of freedom. I turn myself in for my ten month sentence uh, every year. You know, teaching. Uh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ten month sentence. Uh, so today's actually my last day of freedom. Um, 
but yesterday I like literally I was telling you guys off air I'm like I just literally went out for a couple beers I'm like I don't keep beer at home because I don't want to drink at home and it's, it's kind of boring I always just fall asleep so I go to the bar I'm like all right go spend more money but yeah my tab's only twenty bucks oh well hey we're not all you you can't beat that you can't beat that no I get that but you know not everyone has that I mean when you got the Jose connections right yeah it kind of just works for you yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I, you, but you've been with me. Like you, you're you like <laughs> you've been over there. You've been over there. Like your tab was nothing. I'm like he's like uh, no, how much do I give I, you? That's why I put everything under your name. If I do it separately, oh no, I'm you're getting full price for those. Oh wings, yeah, you're man. getting you're getting taxed. I already got that. Now, the only thing I do pay for the food. You have to pay for the yeah, food. yeah, of course. But as far as drinks, God no, God no. <laughs> I mean, they don't listen to this podcast anyway. It's fine. A <laughs> 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 shout out to my guy Ro Rolando. It's, it was his birthday. Uh, he showed up yesterday, and I haven't seen him in uh, a couple of years. Um, he has a restaurant over on Western and 24th. The Yuya. Sorry, sorry if I'm fucked up the thing, but I'm going to go over there later for uh, some hangover food. Oh, yeah. What's the hangover food? It's Mexican food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to go to the Puerto Rican trucks over here like as soon as we're done. <laughs> no, you have a good one. Go, go around uh, Independence Park. Independence Park. That's on uh, Irving, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. east of yeah, yeah. Pulaski. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's called Snick Snacks. It's a red uh, little food truck. Oh, that's right. Dude, that's right. I know exactly what you're flame about. ass food. You get the mini hibaritos um, and you get the uh, the combination plate with the rice, uh, two pinchos, uh, garlic bread. I've never, I've, I've always oh, seen it. Oh my God. I've never it is the best food truck. Uh, you know, I'm I'm going through a hard time, so if you want to put an order and get it delivered here, I appreciate that. Uh, th- no, they're not on Grubhub. <laughs> they're not on Grubhub. Well, there's a missed opportunity that I could present to them, and I give them a full marketing description of what they need to do to be more successful. Go, work at Snick Snacks or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> do I like give them a marketing plan, but they're like, no, here's your apron. Get to work. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Maria. This is nice and all. Market this. <laughs> Tell the customers how good the food is. That's how you're going to market it. Yeah. I mean, all you need is Mike Yo to show up. Yeah. And Mike Yo shows up at your restaurant. It fucking triples your fucking business. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I did a bowling tournament. Nice. How'd you do? I did my average. and 147? Uh, yeah. yeah. I did 147, 150 something. Like, I was in that range. I never went below 147. Yeah. Four games. Um, I out at Stardust in Addison. Um, it's nice, right? It it's is. huge. 80 lanes. Yeah, damn! It it's is huge. huge. Eighty lanes. It's got pool tables. Uh, it's got, they got a banquet downstairs. Yep. Um, it, it's it's massive. And then so if like, you get married, I want you to have it there. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. We're just gonna fucking bowl for my honeymoon. Um, that's if I ever get married. You're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shit. Forty two. <laughs> <laughs> Time is ticking. Um, it was weird because it was um, I think it was 11 or 12 teams Each team had 30 players on there It was like they were put together So even though it was us four Playing against another four yeah. For two games it is we If we won those matches we get those points But those points go towards our team Yeah collected points Yeah collected points right. Right. It, it was kind of weird But um, there was like two, three thousand people in there Holy yeah. crap. It was slammed. This is in Addison? Yeah, yeah, Addison, yeah. It's like right when you get off the expressway. Yeah, it's right off 290. Yeah. It's, it's not bad drive, but... You get off on, uh, what is it? Uh, 50. Trail Road? Uh, something like that. But anyway, yeah. I can't remember now. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, you can. You can remember. <laughs> Think. <laughs> we, yeah, right. We won our first two games. Um, and then we there was like an hour intermission. Nice. And then... 
we played the next two games. I, and I bowled exactly the same. Now, the thing is, I didn't have my bowling ball because I, uh, I just finished my summer league and um, you get to order your ball. Mm-hmm. So I ordered a new Summit and I gave him my High Road, which is my go-to ball, my, my, my baby. And uh, so they can, he can drill it the same way. Right. So I get to bowling and I'm like, ah, I got no bowling ball. So I had to bowl with the UC3, which is way more aggressive. Ah. So I had to figure yeah. that shit out. But I bowled like my average, so I did my job. Gotcha. Everyone else was bowling 80 pins below their average. So yeah. I'm like, I did my fucking job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, so- I bowl first for a reason. So, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm the pinch leadoff hitter. Gotta get ahead. Oh yeah. So I'll digress because yeah. I remember something about bowling. Go so ahead, I had bowling this week at uh-huh. Diversity Wednesday night. The power went out for a split second, and I'm like, it's gonna get really hot in here. Yeah. It didn't. It came back on. The AC worked. Thank God. Oh. But Thursday, I noticed the oil was still human in there. The oil was not sticking to the ball. You couldn't. Your ball was just sliding right yeah. through. It was so humid. Anytime it gets hot, the, the the oil stays on top. Right, and it just glides. Yep. It doesn't yep. do anything. So first two games, I was doing okay, but I I would throw my spin, but it wouldn't like hook. No. no. So the third game, I was sweating, so I wipe it, and I start rubbing it on my ball. <laughs> the bowling ball, right? I bowled 208. <laughs> I got a turkey. I was like getting everything. And I, every single time I felt like a pitcher, right? Like, I'm like, uh, is this you're illegal? Like, you're, you're, like, you're going to check, check my hands. hands. Check my hands. Check my hands. And I'm like rubbing it. And I also had pomade in my hair. And I'm like, this is, this is going to work. And I'm like, I'm like doing it. And I'm like, I, I finally, after like the third strike, I'm like, Sean, I think, uh, I think my product in my sweat is actually gripping the ball. He goes, no, it's not. I go up there. <laughs> I can strike. Hey. I'm a hand bone. And I'm like, this is great. But I'm like, I was doing it the whole time and I got 208. That's awesome. Yeah. On my last game, I didn't I didn't have no strikes. It was literally spare. Eight, eight spare, eight spare, eight spare, all the way through the, the seventh frame. I'm like, I'm throwing the ball perfectly and it just would leave two pins every single time. Yeah. Um That's how it was at diversity. It's always nines. But uh when in doubt, you know, the moral of the story is put your sweat. Yeah. yeah. Or hair product. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys, uh, so it was me, Louis, uh, Marty, and Eric. And uh, Louis, Louis is a big gambler for bowling. So he puts in all the pots. And I was like, you know what? I'll throw 40 bucks into this uh, 20 to 20. And I'm like, I'm done. After intermission, there's like, oh, we're doing a raffle. We're doing a ball raffle. And we're doing a, a strike pot. They pull the name for the, uh, they pull the number for the uh, bowling ball. It's one of the guys that we're bowling with at Waveland. He was bowling. He was bowling next to us. He wins a, a fucking ball. He just won another ball three weeks ago at Waveland. Wow! <laughs> I'm what like, are the odds? What are the fucking odds? And then they do the strike thing, and some they pick some random dude, and he misses the strike. So he only gets half of the pot. The pot was two thousand and forty bucks. Wow! So because he missed the strike, he only gets half. The next number they pick was Marty, and he only bought tickets because I decided not to buy tickets because <laughs> I was right behind Louie, and I'm like, Nah, I'm good. So he was right behind Louie and bought tickets, and he wins $1,020. I was like, son of a bitch. Man, I thought son. I was having a horrible week, but yeah. I mean, I was happy. He's my teammate. He's a good friend, whatever. But you, know, you secretly want that money. 100% I want $1,000 in cash. I really do need that, too. Don't got to fucking report that to the IRS <laughs> or nothing. That's fucking Wait, fuck. you have to report stuff to the IRS? You're supposed to. Eesh. 
let them come. <laughs> <laughs> they got they got more problems to deal with than just There's your There's bigger fish out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Trump is six five and uh, two hundred and twenty pounds, right? <laughs> um, besides that, that's pretty much it. Like just you know, getting ready uh, Monday's. Uh, orientation for teachers and i get my id my laptop and all that it's your shit. first day it is it is it is funny enough i went last week because i thought it was i went wednesday 7 30 morning i showed up yeah like, that's why i thought you yeah said- so did i and then i apparently there was another email that said the news t- dates and time and i didn't see it because i haven't been checking my email because i'm not in work mode and i showed up all fucking like <laughs> book bag fucking energy drink they're like yeah there's nothing going on today i'm like i looked at the email like oh didn't you feel stupid? I did, but yeah. I ended up spending most of the morning at my old school in Bellwood and hanging out with the guys there. So it, it, it wasn't, you know. And then I went to Marshalls and bought lots of cool shit that was uh, super cheap. Nice. I love I love Marshalls or Ross. Oh, okay. Either one. Yeah, I I, I fucking love there. I, I can like that's therapeutic for me. Just go aisle by aisle and just just checking shit. Like, oh, look at this gem. Twelve dollars for this Nike shirt. Thank you very much. Yeah, hey. But I don't. I don't. I can't spend fucking retail. I don't know, like 50 bucks on a Nike shirt. I can't do that. Yeah. No, I get it. It's expensive. It is. It's a lot. All right. I think uh, we're ready to talk some sports. Let's do it. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's start off with the Cubbies. Mm, the North Side. The North Side. What's going on in the North Side? Because I know you guys have technically the easiest schedule. Oh, we're coming on the last part, but the last week, I would say, Ivan Wright is going to be a challenge because you're away, right? Yeah. You're, I mean, your last two games are with the Brewers. We talked about that last Bre- week. Yeah, and Brewers then, and Atlanta. And, and, and Atlanta's not going to lay down because I know you guys took it from Atlanta the last time, and it, right. I, I don't think it's going to be that easy now. No, I don't think so either. I think that's the biggest part. I mean, what, there's 30-something games left, I believe? 32. Yeah, 32. God, I'm good. I'm on the money. Um, but again, uh, you know, it's been great. It's been fun. They're taking series, right, Ivan? Mm-hmm. Uh, They're seven and three in their last ten games, sixty-eight and sixty-one. Four games back of the Brew Crew. Um, the Pirates are going to be a tough team. They're going to play spoiler. All these teams that are out of it are starting to play spoiler, right? Um, like when you were like, the Mets, who are fucking hot trash. Uh, they're going to play spoiler. The Pirates, the Cardinals, the Reds are hot again. Yeah, they are. They're coming back. Uh, I don't. They're what four? Four games back, I believe. Four games back from. They're one game behind you guys. Yeah. So five. Yeah. So I mean, but still, they won again last night. Um, so you right now you got uh, today at twelve thirty-five when we're recording. You got the uh, the Pirates, and then you got three against the Brew Crew at home. So that should be a great series to watch. And then you got four against the Reds. Yeah. Yeah. Four against the Reds right after that, and then. The thing is, is, like the way that the Cubs have been playing, you know, and you got to give it up. You got to give it up for Seiya Suzuki coming back after getting yeah, he's, essentially he's, replaced. Seiya yeah, has he got been showed hitting up. Yeah. this shit out of the baseball right. as of late. He had a triple yesterday. He also had a double, which um, and three RBI. So, like Seiya Suzuki, to me, has been the reason why this Cubs team, as of late, has been been able to have this extra offensive boost, like having him, and then. Obviously, Cody Bellinger just continues to do what Cody Bellinger's been doing all yeah. year long. Man. Belly like, bombs. Belly bombs, belly belly RBIs, belly, you know, double, belly tripled. He's doing it all. I think he definitely deserves a contract consideration after the end of the season. Like, I mean, I would I would sincerely put him as a priority over say uh, over a uh, Shohei 
only only in the sense that it would add or it would keep a part of your team that uh, like internally mm-hmm. it would keep that that momentum together, that mojo right. together. So I wouldn't I would put him before anybody else right now. But the Cubs, dude, like you know, like Stephen was saying, man, everything that they do right now, it just seems like it's right. They're clicking. Yeah, they're on all cylinders. They My only concern is your starting pitching. Yes. Okay. Starting pitching does concern me because the professor. It looks like he's done. He's getting yeah. hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's throwing soft. Exactly. And a lot of you know, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear any excuses where it's like, oh, he's just off with his mechanics. I was like, like, mm, like, it, dog, mm, there was like two and a half years where right. he was off with his mechanics. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be able to figure it out. And I, I do love him when he's on. When he's on fire, he's one of the best pitchers in the league. But <laughs> if he's not, he's getting. Hit really hard right. because his pitches are just floating right over the zone. So I would say I, I would be concerned with I would be concerned with the starting pitching. I'm not concerned with the bullpen. No, the bullpen's been pretty good. But yeah. with this guy, you know, they brought up Jordan Wicks yesterday and mm-hmm. he looked after that, you know, I was showing Steven like after those first three batters. Nerves. It was lights out. It was nerves. I guess yeah. yeah, you could call it nerves. I guess you could sit and chalk it up to nerves. I I, I just even the pitches that he did throw, it just it looked good, and then it would get hit hard, right? The home run mm-hmm. to keep Ryan Hayes. He walks the guy, and then, he, and then Reynolds hits another ball, a double, really hard, you know, up the middle. But after that, strikes out the side to come back, mm-hmm. only gives up a run, and then pretty much shuts down everybody else until he leaves. I think he had seven in a row put out right. at one point, yeah. and then finished with nine Ks. That, like, if you could get that where... You know, a young guy who's, you know, not necessarily phased by it. Like, he didn't look phased after they talked to him on the mound. Mm-hmm. If you could get that for this uh, pennant push, that'll be fucking gold for the right. Cubs. No, I, I, I agree. Like, having that shot in the arm from somebody that's coming up. Right. And, uh, you know, the, the conversation on the mound was, hey, hey, kid, we brought you up because you're doing so well down there. Do what you're doing down there. Do it here. Don't worry about anything else. Just fucking pitch and don't think. Just pitch. And you, you get your results of 9Ks. And I was telling you off air, like, the White Sox game was a blowout. And then I switch over to the Cubs. I'm like, oh, it's a blowout too. Mm-hmm. No reason to watch. I get to the bar like, oh, yeah, they almost lost that game. I was like, holy shit, what happened? They're like, oh, the bullpen. Mm. Yeah. It happens. It happens. But um, I mean that's baseball. It is baseball. You know? I, I mean, you know, they, I mean they had a ten run lead, so I could, get, I could, I could, I could, I could kind of look past it. Like, all right, you had a bad night, but good thing it was a bad night when we had a ten run lead, right? right. You know right. what I mean, and not a bad night when we're up two in the bottom of the ninth or in the, or in the you know, top of the seventh or whatever it may be, and you blow a set, you know, you, you give up six runs, right? Like I'd rather have that. I mean, the Cubs are one of the most prolific offenses this year. Yeah. They're, they're 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 like top ten. Um and just looking at the last couple of games, I mean you're putting up seven runs, eight runs, six runs. What's the men is like five, I think. But average. I mean you did lose two to one. So that's concerning because those are the games you need to win. Those one run games are it's because when you get to the playoffs, it's gonna be all about pitching. Yeah. And you gotta win these one one games. Um so that's something that concerns me along with your starting pitching. Um someone who's having a quiet year is Swanson. Yeah. You don't hear his name. I mean, he's he's solid. He's solid at, at, at shortstop. He's not, you know, he's just, he's he, he's a he's a staple there. Nothing gets past him. He makes all the correct plays. 
but you're not hearing his name. Like we talk about Bellinger, and we talk about all these other guys. Morale, more, yeah. I mean, he's doing. He's doing. He's got. He's, he's got like Swanson he's got, numbers. He's got yeah. good. He's got solid numbers. I mean, the, the reason why they brought him in. I, I mean, his. It wasn't for him to go hit 35 home runs. No. At shortstop, it was because he's probably you know one of the best. Def, I mean, not probably. He is one of the best defensive shortstops in the game. Right. And you know you. If you think about 2016, we put five in the infield in, mm-hmm. into, into the All-Star game. Yeah. Our entire infield was yep. starting in the All-Star game. Right. The defense is a huge factor for any team that's going to want to make a push for a, a title or even you know a playoff run. I, I, dare I say a title, but definitely a playoff run. You got to be able to, you know. Right. Yeah. What's going on with your boy uh, Ian Happ? Ian, I mean, he kills Pittsburgh. He does. <laughs> like, he kills Pittsburgh. Well, now you know, now I know where to trade him. Yeah, I, right. But I, I think Ian will be fine. I, I It's rough because you need you need that, you know, him to produce. He's one of your bigger bets. Mm-hmm. He's in the middle of the lineup. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think he'll, I think he'll be fine. It is concerning because it's later in the year and you need him to do it now. But look what he did. I mean, he's been. Last couple games, maybe this Pittsburgh visit gets him back on track. Right. Yeah, I agree with that yeah, one. It's a streaky kind of thing. Um, you guys DFA'd somebody. We did? Oh, yeah, that's right. The Tucker catcher. Barnhart. Tucker Barnhart. Oh, but Tucker Barnhart, yeah. Tucker Barnhart got uh, DFA'd, which I thought he was going to be a contributor. I really did. And then, you know, he just never, never got on track. Never no. got really... Settled never had any type of big game or streak or anything like that. And Didn't you have a Biden leadoff too? No. 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 Who's Biden leadoff for you guys? Uh, I'm trying to Yeah, there you go. Is it Horner? Horner leads off typically. I yeah, had or uh, the guy from Naperville. Oh, Talkman. Talkman. Yes. He's, yeah, yeah. I was like, I know there's a weird name that's at the top of your lineup. I'm like, who? Why is he? I, I, I never Pal- understood why he Palatine looked, for, yeah. Or Palatine yeah. There you go Somewhere in the burbs Yeah That's not Chicago It's burbs So <laughs> I'm from Chicago Yeah Um. And, <laughs> yeah And then now, now you're, you're putting up The uh, the young kid at, uh, Behind the plate How's he doing? Miguel Amaya's doing fine I mean that's the reason Why they got rid of him Like that's where They didn't have any Reason to keep three catchers at this point. Mm-hmm. Barnhart wasn't doing anything, you know, particularly great. Mm-hmm. Amaya, they're just going to go ahead and let them let go. Let the young kids hit. Let the young kids play. I mean, I mean, I, everything I've seen from that kid has been great. Like, he, he can call a good game. He's pretty good defensively. Jan Gomes has been has been the biggest. Oh, the, my God. Right, the, yeah. The, uh, huge for us because I... Picking him, up, picking him up last year, I thought I didn't think it was going to be it. No, you're like, uh, you know... Like, we, Jan Gomes, like, this is... Is this going to be, like... Uh, Right off into the sunset yeah. type of thing. Like, what's right. going on? But no, Jan Gon is he's been a huge contributor with he's the been a leader. Yeah, definitely in the clubhouse. Huge, yep. Huge leader. Huge leader with the with the uh pitching rotation. Huge leader with the bat. Like the guy's been doing a great job overall. I like I like our catching platoon with him and, and Amaya. Anything else on the Cubs? I do gotta say that I have the marquee network. Uh you bought it. Phone. I did buy it. <laughs> um how much is it? 20 bucks. Mm. But here's a kicker, though. Mm-hmm. So all the smart TVs don't have the app. So you physically have to like throw it from your phone to the TV. Uh, but then it pauses every once in a while. And it freezes. Because like, you, you have to keep tapping your phone. 
So I'm like, man, this sucks. So you can't watch porn and no cubs at the same time. Well, I got to go on Safari for one of them and then throw it on the corner on my iPhone. That's how, that's how it works. I figure it out. Okay. No, I mean, if there's a will, there's a way. The, I have the fire uh, cubes. The stick. All, yeah. I, I do have smart TVs, but I've always had the cubes. Um, it's on there. It says, hey, Marquee, you can you can now have this. On, on, I got to so, gotta check it again. But uh, Yeah, the TVs are not going to update. They're not going to update that for a while. Right. But uh, yeah, it's on the cube. So if people have a fire cube, fire stick, whatever, it is on there. You can watch Marquee and and uh, we'll have that Steven problem. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, hey, if uh, <laughs> you want to try out that uh, theory with Safari and uh, the app in the corner, feel free. Let me know if that works for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, pre- that's pretty much it uh, for, for, I think, for the Cubs. I mean, I'm excited to see what happens, see what... Uh, what else they're gonna do? I know this week is gonna be interesting. So I'm trying to catch a day game now that I don't have a job. So oh yeah, because you'll be working the corners. You might as well. Damn, you, you I'm Ronnie, already down there. You and Ronnie Woo Woo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because in 2005 he was always wearing his White Sox stuff. Oh, yeah, he's, and then I was like, get out of my stadium, bro. Go back to the north side. That's your thing. Go stay over there. Don't come over here, man. With your woo. No, bro. Get gotta out travel, here. man. You gotta travel. You gotta work both sides of town. Yeah. <laughs> Late night. Stevie Woo, let's go, man. Yeah, <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> oh man. Uh let's take a quick break and uh we'll come back and we'll talk about the uh miserable White Sox. Mm. <laughs> we'll yeah, be I mean. right back after a word from our sponsor. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. What up? It's Martin Moreno and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with uh, Big Z. We got Stevie B and we got Ivan in the house. It's time to talk about the uh, miserable, miserable White Sox. White Sox! White Sox! Go, go, White Sox! Let's go, 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 White I love it how you guys are into it. We're with you all <laughs> <laughs> Ivan and I are like putting our fists in the air, we're chanting cheering. it. Yeah, we're cheering for Fist pumping over here like it's Jersey Shore and shit. Oh, my God. Um, you know, you know I, I, I really wanted to call Ivan when all this news broke. I'm like, I need to do an emergency podcast. But I was way too emotional and way too pissed off. I don't think it would have been a good podcast. It would have been nothing but bitching. I, I think also you didn't call me. I'm not offended, but I'm just saying I would you, have been gloating so much. Oh, you, you were in your emo mode, so I didn't want to bother you either. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it's been a fucked up week for the White Sox. Uh, last Sunday, uh, you know, Han was asked about um, his future. 
And uh, he's like, well, I got one more year. And, uh, you know, we're trying to, you know, go productive and see what we can do in the future, uh, whether it's me or someone else. He literally hinted that he was not going to be here. Um, on Monday, the White Sox are exploring relocation. They're talking about uh, going to Nashville. Or, yeah. Which I don't think is going to happen. I kind of like the idea. No, fuck no. The Nashville White Sox doesn't ring a bell for No, me. it doesn't. They would have to change. They would have to be a new team. Nashville wants a, wants a baseball team, but they want their own team. They don't want a relocation. They don't want the athletics. They don't want the White Sox. They want their own na- actual team. Come um, on, we'll give them to half off. No, there's too much history because the White Sox are one of the original teams. So that, that's not going to change. MLB's not going to let you do that. Um, so, th- you know, that's, that's been explored because, you know, they're looking at a possible location. Uh, you have Jerry Reinsdorf, who's been buying land around the, the United Center left and right. I always wanted the White Sox to be right across from the Bulls. You have a nice skyline, you know, make it you know, make the outfield right behind the, uh, the skyline. It looks very pretty. It looks nice. I think it's a good location. It's easy to get to. And it's also right by my house. Yeah. It's eight blocks away. <laughs> if, if, if that would be the most logical relocation in my yeah. opinion. Which but what's the, the whole point of like relocating? Getting into a ballpark? Uh, they don't own the ballpark. Oh. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, that's they, right. They, they, read, they had to have a, they have a, no, that's just naming rights. Um, I think it's owned by a park district and somebody else. Um, so they rent, they have a sweetheart deal. So like if they make their attendance numbers, then they have to pay. And if they don't, they don't pay. And they never make their numbers. They never no. make numbers. Well, no. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait. I mean, uh, our attendance is about twenty three to twenty four thousand a game. Oh, uh, really? On average. On maybe average. a weekend. No, it's average for the whole year. That's what they average. That's fucking nice. That's that is like the numbers don't seem right no, to me. If, if, no, no. <laughs> There's a lot of blue seats out there for those numbers. They're green. They're green, sir. Uh, they, yeah, they're green. Are they green? They, they haven't been blue since uh, <laughs> since the World Series, bro. Oh, well then, see, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's two blue seats left in uh, the ballpark, Scott Pacenic and the uh, Paul Canerco homers. Those oh. are the only two seats that are blue. Um, have you sat in them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bet you have. Of course. <laughs> just, <laughs> just like my fandom, it's starting to fade. Um <laughs> So yeah, they're they're talking about relocation. I mean, they got a six years left on their lease, kind of like where the Bears are. They're, they have time on their lease, so why not partner up with the Bears? Make it a big fucking complex. You know, put the White Sox in the Burbs. Throw no, them out there. I'm. I don't like that. Mm-mm. I'm not a big fan of that whatsoever. Why? The I, seasons are not. First of all, the White Sox are never, not in a postseason, so you're not gonna have both games going on. So why not have them both there? I. I don't like the idea of a baseball football mix. Like I think the ba- like if you want to have baseball basketball like there's that's a lot that's of cool. cities that's that have hockey, that. Whatever, that's cool, but like for some reason I just don't like the baseball football field mix cuz you got to have dirt. Like there's yeah. always going to be that dirt patch. No, 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 not not no, no. I'm not saying they share a facility. Oh, oh I'm so saying they share the area. So like, you know, if they go to Arlington Heights when they make their complex Here's your Bears stadium with the dome, whatever. Next to it, put the ballpark right. for the White Sox. There's other places, yeah, that do that already. Right, that's what I'm saying. Dallas does that. But they're uh, gonna be, they'll still be paying taxes to the Bears. They'll be paying, like, yeah, you, they'd have to rent. Yeah, you'll be paying the Bears. So what? 
I, I mean, it, I think having your own stadium would probably benefit both teams, like especially with revenue. Like the the Sox would have the money to where they couldn't call like cry broke. <laughs> like the, they couldn't throw three hundred million dollars at a superstar or four hundred, whatever the fuck it's gonna be. No, it's it's I literally think, like oh, what's his name works. The old man works. That's with the Blackhawks. He wouldn't spend money. Yeah, He's like, right, I don't right, give right. a shit with the team. They're, I don't want him yeah, on TV. Yeah, that's exactly what Jerry Reinsdorf is. He's like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I'm just gonna collect checks. I I like I like the idea of them being next to the Bulls. Like mm-hmm. you own both teams. God, I hate that, but you own both teams, and it. Like you said, the skyline view that would be that'd be dope. Yeah, cause I like like Pittsburgh. It's a beautiful view yeah. from from the field. Um, even even Detroit has a beautiful like skyline behind them. Uh, I just it it just like you said, it makes sense, and that's probably won't, why it won't happen. Right, and <laughs> and, and there, there'd be more. That's exactly there, there would be more to do around the ballpark. You know what I mean? Like it, you can build it up, right? Yeah, you can build it up. I mean. You already got the the West Loop right there. You know all the bars on Madison, and mm-hmm. you can just build it up around there because there's a lot of those lots that just stay unused most of the year. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, we're on. Uh, that's Monday. But I do want them to go to Nashville. Sorry, they're not going to Nashville, bro. Nashville. I was right by a lot of things this Na- Nashville, year. Okay. Nashville I'm already came out that they don't the, want the White I'm Sox. I'm gonna put it in the world. Oh, okay. Fuck you and your world. <laughs> <laughs> On Tuesday, cut my life into pieces. <laughs> oh boy! On Tuesday, Jerry Reinsdorf laid down the hammer, the gauntlet. Han and Williams were fired. About time. Let's say it was about five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, that shit came out of nowhere. I don't like out of my nowhere. job. They 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 were both on the field at, at when they pregame. Got fired? Yes, pregame. Why why did that happen that way? You know, they, like there's been like, rep- like Jerry, like is Jerry bipolar? Like, <laughs> or he's going senile? Yeah, yes. like he just decided. Uh, you know, what, right now, like after after 15 years of not doing the right thing and getting rid of the the fat up in the you know up in the <laughs> Williams is with the organization for over 20 years. Exactly. Yeah. But everybody's been calling for Kenny's head for like 15 years. <laughs> yes. Yeah. After the after, after the World Series. After the World Series, he didn't do shit. No. I mean, what? Old man Manny Ramirez. Old man Ken Griffey, Griffey. Jr. Old man, who, else, who else was there? Dunn. Adam Dunn. Adam Dunn. <sighs> Come on. It, it was... It, you. The guy just seems to me like he decides things on a whim. Like, I, I, And I know he's more calculated than that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it just seems like it's like, oh, yeah, we're just going to do this. Right now, because I decided to, oh, we're going to hire Tony Larusa as a consultant because I decided to. Right now, like, oh. just I think that's a good idea. Boom. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to word this correctly. He is, and I'm talking about Jerry Reinsdorf. He's always been a fan, and we talk about the relocation. He won't do it because he was a Brooklyn Dodgers fan and his his heart broke when they left. Yeah, he okay. always says that. Right, that that's his big thing. So I don't think it's going to happen now. He's always been loyal to a fault. You have inept people and what you ended up doing is moving them up. Same thing with the Bulls, right? You had car packs. Oh, they suck? All right, move them up. I don't understand that. Steven, yeah. Steven didn't get a promotion. No. He got fired. Yeah. And I do great <laughs> I do great work. Could you imagine? Like, Steven, you've been doing terrible here lately. We're Vice go president. Ahead and lift you up. <laughs> We're going to spot you one. I'm like, thank you, sir. Uh, no. The, 
And not that not that ter- Stephen was doing terrible at his job. We don't know. What I, said. I, I don't know, but like <laughs> we don't know that. Yeah, he's over I, here I on, on Zoom with his cock out. I don't know. Were you on Zoom? With <laughs> yeah, I was waving it around like a flag, windmilling it. So happy that the White Sox are on this like tremendous downhill. Cra- crazy that you're so thrown off by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> It's cold in here, okay? <laughs> He's like, the White Sox got fired. Woo! <laughs> uh, Han, Han was essentially a puppet. And uh, that's something that I've alluded to many times on this podcast, where I said that he is just a name because Williams got moved up. And uh, Han was a puppet. He literally had his hands handcuffed when he wanted to do anything because he had to report to Williams. So when you want to do a rebuild, now we know that the rebuild was really Williams. Now we know that um, Jay Reinsler said, I want Tony Russo to coach and fire fucking Ricky. (laughs) Ricky's boys don't quit. Yes, he was a horrible manager in the playoffs, but the kids played hard for him. He was a father figure for them. Look at where we're at now. We have Grafal, who is worse than Robin Ventura as a coach. And that's saying a lot. I mean, and it's year one, you know? Like year one. I don't... I don't when you proclaim we're going to play fundamental baseball, we're going to play hard, we're going to play the right way, and then they don't do any of those things? How is, how is this kid... How is this guy still managing the White Sox? I, I don't think he is after this season. He doesn't put the lineups together. I can guarantee you this. He does not put the lineups together. And I don't, I don't think... He, he knows what he's doing Every press conference He's over like Oh yeah the guys played hard um, You know He you know he didn't have his stuff He got fucking shelled For 12 runs What do you mean He didn't have his stuff Like That's the type of stuff That just drives me wild With the White Sox Is like It's inept It's like Oh well, I guess We'll just keep rolling with it, it like, No it's fucked up It's fucked up Han made some trades Quote unquote At the trade deadline Williams Got a call From the, <laughs> the manager Uh what was it N- I can't pronounce her name. Her last name is NG. The oh, uh, from the Marlins. The Marlins. The She's Marlins. the GM. Yeah. So, so she was uh, White Sox uh, in the front office, um, and she went over there. She called Williams. She didn't call Han. She's like, "Hey, I want this player, this player," and they're like, "Oh no, we'll give you Burger, and I want this pitcher." Kim, How do you? It's it's, it's going over it's someone's Kim head. Ming, or, uh, Kim Ming. Yeah, it's. I, Eng, yeah. NG, NG, right? I think it's Ning. Ning, Ning yeah. yeah. How do you do that if, if I put you in charge of purchasing, and then I go make a big purchase, and you're like, you just fucked up all my numbers and all my, right, my budget. Like, how do you do that? Burger was literally the only fucking guy hitting at some point. And then uh, what was it? The other day he had a game where he won the game for them. Yeah, yeah. He had two of those. Yeah, that's pretty and awesome. He's, he's been hitting home runs. And they already have a burger special for him down there. That's pretty cool. That's a nice burger. How do you not market this kid? Comeback story after two blown ace uh, uh, Achilles heels. He blew out two of them. Mm-hmm. Great comeback story. The kid's fucking hitting. Everyone loves him. We want to see him play. Yes, he wasn't that great at third base as far as defense, but the kid hustled. And then you trade him, the heart and soul of the team. He's a DH. I mean, he's a, he, to me... He's, Burger was going to be a good DH. He like, got he got really good at third base. Yeah, and, and and second base too. He did his yeah. he did as best as he could with 
second base. Like, and I'm not saying because he's not talented, but he's just not a second baseman. He's not a second baseman. And you, you had it seemed to me like you had all these like square pegs, and you're trying to fit them into round holes, and then. You know, even even still with Eloy, like we have seven DHs on our yeah, team. Yeah, exactly. You got you got so many DHs on the team, and then I don't, I just don't understand the thought process of what they did as far as getting rid of Burger and not even going ahead and trying to find out what Mankata was worth, not trying to find out what Eloy well, was. Well, Mankata wasn't worth anything because of his back. He literally just got healthy this but, but, week. But Eloy, like, oh Eloy, I would I would have traded him for yeah, I, I, a bag of hot chips. Exactly, but but not even that. Like, <laughs> during during the break, like right before the break, he was hitting pretty decent, right. enough to where you could be like, hey, look, he's healthy. You could market like he's finally healthy. Like, give me um, give me this player, this player, and this player. You could have probably got three minor, uh, uh, you know, prospects. Yeah, easily for, for Eloy. Three double layers. Three three double layers, or you you know you package him for a. A bench guy and or like a utility guy and then like you know one of right. their, one of their major major assets. But right. to me, it, it just was a lack of like you said incompetence or you know just a lack of understanding what they were as a team. And on top of that, micromanagement from Kenny. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. So there, um, so I watch a lot of the White Sox pre and post game, um, and they had um, and I have <laughs> I think I have the video here. Let's see. Probably do. Um, Cap alluded to it. One of the guys that does the, uh, he's part of the pre and post game for the White Sox. Cap was on field. He's telling the story. He was on field and uh, I guess the the kid, I don't say kid because he's younger than me, um, criticized what the White Sox were doing, especially Kenny Williams. He calls Cap over. Come over here. Who the fuck is this guy, this guy, whatever. Doesn't pronounce his name right. He's like, are you talking about Oh boy, he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't like him talking about this. Just let him know that I'm fucking in charge and I'm still here. Sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. That's what Kenny said? Kenny said that to Cap. Kenny said that to Cap. And then he went on the White Sox podcast. This guy, I can't remember his name on top of my head because I've been fucking um, still... Inebriated. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all are. Um, I'm getting better though. Put on the vodka. He went on the White Sox podcast and told the exact same story that he told Cap to call him, and he called him and, and like Kenny berated him over the phone. He's like, "Why are you bitching at me? I'm on TV. I'm on podcast. My job is to criticize what is happening with the team. Right. Your job is to make the team better." You're vice president of baseball operations, whatever the fuck your title is. Why are you worried about me? I'm nobody. And that's the type of ego that Kenny had. Stay out of White Sox business. You, If you can't take the criticism, don't be in his job. Uh, Kenny Kenny needed the control. Oh, yeah. Kenny just needed the, he like, because you put somebody in as a GM, right? As a VP or what is it? Whatever. VP baseball of baseball. Operation. Yeah. Your job is something else. <laughs> Your job is entirely something else. Right. The way I see it is, like you said, he was a, a yeah, a Rickon was a patsy. He was a puppet, mm-hmm. and he always had this leash connected to Kenny Williams. And it's like, why would you sit there for years and continue this, Rick? Like he couldn't leave. Like he tried to quit did four he? times. No he, shit. He tried to quit four times, and Jerry Reinsdorf told him, "Well, if you quit, you still have to honor your contract, so you won't be working. You might as well keep working here." 
that makes sense. He wanted to quit when they hired Tony Larusa because he wanted uh, is it Brandon? No, what was the manager for the Tigers? Uh, AJ Hinch. AJ Hinch. He was going after him, and Jerry said, "Nope, it's going to be Tony Larusa." And he he tried to resign, and he's like, "Nope, you still got years on your on your contract, and, and you're gonna have to honor it. You won't be working anywhere." Now, let's be honest. Can he not work anywhere else if he gets out of his contract? I, I think that's all hardball. No, you can't. If you're on a contract with a team, you try to quit, you have that contract for baseball, you still have to honor it. Okay. Uh, let's see. I got a couple clips. Let's see, uh, let's see if we can uh, hear these, and then we can react on them. Me, I spent four years here as a player, Scott and Pacific. I understand and appreciate the passion of these fans. They are all in. I've played at a lot of other cities, and this was one. Obviously, we won the series there in 05, but um, they're they're in it with the players, and they deserve a better product out on the field mm-hmm. uh, that has been here the last few years. And um, I think Jerry made his decision thinking about the fans and wanting to make steps to put a better product out on the field. They deserve better. You- yeah, 05 was a long time ago, buddy. <laughs> no, that's nothing to do with it. I know. I'm just being funny. Yeah. I mean, he's telling you what his perspective of Jerry Reinsdorf is. I don't really think that was it. I think that with uh, the pitcher Middleton, who got traded to the Yankees and let everything out, all right. the dirty laundry, mm-hmm. he's like, there's no leadership. Guys do whatever the fuck they want to do. There's clicks. No one tells us to, to practice. No one tells us to do warm-ups. We just do whatever the fuck we want. I believe that. It, right. Well, obviously, because you see it, the, you the see product it. on the field. It's shit. So when that got aired out and that became national news, we're making news for the fucking wrong reasons. And that got aired out. He got embarrassed. And that's why he was having internal meetings the week before You know, everybody got fired. Bob Nightingale was connected. And if he says something on Twitter or X or whatever, you know it's it's gospel. So I think he was more embarrassed, and he's like, "You guys give me bad press. You, you got to go." Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, no, go, go no, go ahead. He, <laughs> because this is, it's just so, it's just so like Jerry Reinsdorf, right? Like mm-hmm, this, it just, mm-hmm. it, it, it's just so like Jerry Reinsdorf to do everything with the with the Rickon, you know, pretty much blackmailing him mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to stay. Yeah. The, the the constant loyalty with Kenny Williams, uh, even even when it was long known that Kenny was, should have been done and fired after 08. After 08, yeah. like you continue to do this, but like the craziest part is, it's like you weren't embarrassed two years ago. You weren't embarrassed last year. You weren't embarrassed like were you, like you weren't embarrassed after like you said after 08. You weren't embarrassed then. You, like your team hasn't been great, no, at all, no. Like since that world, since that World Series win, like you've had Studs. a couple of, you've had a couple of nice games, right? Blackout games, shit like that. Yeah, a couple of nice little games. You had the the you know the uh, what's it, cornfield, the field of dreams game. Yeah. That was that was nice. Yeah, you had nice little. Tim moments. Anderson got that. Uh, what was it walk off home run? Yep, yeah, yep. that yeah. was great. Yeah. yeah, nice moments. Yeah, your team as a whole sucked. Yeah. And if you got guys just walking around a clubhouse and you're not a team and you got clicks and do do whatever the fuck you want, that's just it's not professional, bro. Graveman. Yeah. Graveman alluded to that. Right. Before he got traded. Right. It's, it's last not year. professional, bro. He's like, what the fuck is going on here? Right. You don't know who the closer is. You know, you had Liam and then you had him. Like, why? I didn't understand. Why would you have two closers? 
Graven is not an eight minute eight, eighth inning guy. It made no sense to trade for him. You got Nikki two strikes for it, but there was no reason to trade for Graveman. Yes, he was a hot pitcher at that point, but we didn't need him. It's just it, every single move makes no sense with the White Sox. Let's see, I got another clip here. So USA Today's Bob Nightingale reports that Jerry Reinsdorf has been conducting several uh, interviews the past few weeks internally trying to get to the bottom of what's happened and today dropping the hammer obviously with this news as for who might replace rick hahn nightingale tweeted this tonight after the news if the white Sox stay internal for a gm chris getz is a leading candidate he's in charge of player development in the minor leagues that is one possibility but the way that it's been said in the press release they they're going to put it in charge of like one person is going to do this job the question is is chris does he have the experience to do this? Because it's a big, big job, and that's what I don't know. That's a big job of managing. Yeah, you got to be aware for everything. You know yeah. what I mean? Place development, deal with the with the owner, deal with the manager, deal. With, it's, just, it's not an easy job. Everybody go, I'm here, yeah. I'm here. Nah, no, it's, it's a job. Would you want to see someone with experience as a GM? Common sense. To be in Dep- that depends where they want to go. You say, okay, we're going to try to compete next year. Oof, you better bring. You better. The guy had to put the glove on. And start swinging. Yeah, I mean, Ozzy's Ozzy's been criticizing his team, honestly. Yeah, and I love it since he's been on uh, on the NBC. show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's great. But why would you want to promote somebody within, especially Chris Getz, who wasn't a good player? He was a utility player at best. He's in charge of player development. What? Who? who, who he hasn't developed anybody. Everybody that's on the major league team, we've either got through trade or someone else develop them i never even yeah i don't even know one has people get called up no no we've we had some calls but he hasn't developed anybody eloy was a trade robert was a signing from cuba uh, so was abreu moncada was a trade tim anderson is probably the last yeah guy that came up through our system that we drafted and came up giolito was a trade cease was a trade who the fuck did you did you develop Nobody. You have no track record of developing anybody. We have one of the worst minor league systems, and you're going to put his name out there to, oh, he's going to be the next guy? Do you think anyone wants the job? Yes, yes. It's, it's a premier job. It's a premier job. It's, it's premier because it's in Chicago. Right. True, but, I mean, if you know what's going on with... Uh, if, if, it, well, if they tell you you're you're the guy and you're, there's, you're, the only, you're only answering to me, to, to the owner... That, that I'm telling you right now, Jay Reinsdorf is not living in six years. He's not going to live out that contract with the at the at the stadium. And it's already been said that his son doesn't want it. Michael Reinsdorf just wants to run the Bulls and doesn't want nothing to do with the White Sox. When this old man dies, they're selling that team. Yeah, I think that team's going somewhere else. I think it's going to go corporate. To be honest with you. Yeah, like Chicago, uh, t- like Tribune owned the Cubs for a while. Oh, that was, that was a horrible time for you guys. Yeah, the Tribune when it, yeah, you guys it was horrible, wasn't it? Bad. Yeah, that was that Sammy Sosa era. You had good players, but you guys never did anything. No, nineties were terrible. I mean, you had the home run chase, right? But, that was pretty much it. Well, that was MLB just letting people juice. Yeah, bring back the fans, but it just makes no sense to continue to do the same shit that doesn't work. Look at the Bulls. Look what exactly what the Bulls did. Keep yeah. hiring fucking old people, old players or old people that you know. Keep moving them up. Keep moving them up. Father like son. 
So, uh, it, it's about winning. Massive change had to happen. It happened here today. I expect more. You expect more change? Yes. And what do you mean by that? I take more people from the front office. I don't know anything about the field. I don't, I don't, yeah. I mean, I don't know anything about the field. But I spend more from front office people. Um, yeah, because there were people who were hired by, by Rick Hahn Rick and, and, and Kenny. Kenny. If there's a new person coming in, he or she is going to want to put their system and their system in there. So this is just the start. Here's the problem. It, while it may be a premier job, you're not going to be able to get a top tier person. Everyone's like, oh, we'll get Theo. Theo was running fucking MLB. Oh, he's Theo, not leaving. Theo yeah. is not leading any more teams no, the anywhere. O- the only way he's going to go to a team if he has ownership. And Jerry's not going to do that. Jerry's not going to give him. He didn't do that shit for Michael Jordan. Yeah. Why would he do that for Theo? So Theo's not coming. Uh, Dombrowski over there with the Phillies. He's So he would have to be, uh, he would have to move up because he's a GM over there. And he's got like two or three years left on his contract. So the only way he can leave his contract if it's a promotion. So you have to be uh, vice president of baseball operations or some shit like that. Some kind of bullshit title. Uh, what, was it, what was her name? Ming, uh, Mia. Uh, Kim, Kim Ning. Kim Ning. She's the GM over there. So she would have to have another take a promotion. But that's someone that already was in a system. Like, you need somebody from Tampa, from Houston, from the Dodgers. An, a proven organization that's there to win. And they're not going to do that. This team is so cheap on w- the way they run shit. And it's so embarrassing that the only pe- the only way people go to the game is because there's fucking giveaways. And food. The food's pretty good. The food's fucking amazing. <laughs> they, I'll say that. The concessions are, are really, really good. What, I, I, uh, what is his name? Put that person in charge. Uh, no, he, uh, he he does a great job. I forgot his name. Oh, fuck, I, I can't think of names today. But um, yeah, the person that's in charge of the promotions and shit like that, amazing. I'm sorry I, you don't have that job. I know you'd kill it. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you. Thank you for the vote of confidence. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all the clips I have. Just It's just embarrassing because um, <laughs> you lose to Oakland. Yeah. After this. Like, where is the fight in this team? You're just cashing checks at this point. Right. Top to bottom. Uh, uh, even Cease has been just horrible. Cease has been horrible since the trades. You lost your best friends. Yeah. He's, he's like, I don't want to fucking be here either. That, dude, it's a shitty time to be a White Sox. Like, anything right now. I, I, don't, I don't understand how you allow there to be such fracture. In the clubhouse, especially like if you're the GM, if you're the manager, you guys don't see this. Like, is, the casual blind, fan sees. Like, this. are you blinded to this? Why? Right. Do you, why is there a constant denial? And and like a, a almost like we have to have have this veil put up in front of us because if we drop the veil, everybody will know. It's like we already know. You don't don't pay attention Jose to the man Abreu, behind the curtain. Right. Exactly. <laughs> He's not doing anything illegal. Right. Jose Abreu. Called this shit mm-hmm. Like he knew it And I'm happy for that Jose is gone Yeah And left that situation Because you had a leader Your leader was there In Jose And nobody was listening to Jose No They were like Oh he's not a vocal leader You don't have to be a vocal leader I go out there With a fucking With one leg I'm playing first base And running hard I'm sure Jose said I'm sure he Had to have said something At a certain point but Oh yeah you saw, you saw how fast He made that decision To leave When he's he like, had nope. the opportunity Look, look what happened with a burger. I've never had this much fun. 
Did you say that? Yes. Wow. His first day. His first day there. I've never had this much fun playing baseball. Talk about a fucking shot. Yeah. That's a big F you. That's a, to your whole organization. To the whole organization. Right. Yeah. right. That's a, that's saying a fuck you without saying fuck you. Look at Lance Lynn. Look at Joe Kelly. Four fucking <laughs> four fucking wins. Uh, sub uh, sub two ERA. All they did was tell him stop throwing this fucking cutter that you're throwing. Stop doing that. How like, we talked about this last week? Like, how do you have a shitty analytics team? I mean, it's just numbers. Like, fucking hire Amazon. That's what they fucking do. You hear that shit during the NFL season? Uh, analytics by Amazon. Yeah, they got the system. Right, hire fucking somebody. Like, I just, everything has to be like secondhand, fucking hand-me-downs. It's just. It's all internal, too. That's annoying. Right. Yeah. So. um, I don't know what they're going to do with GM. Um, I don't know what they're going to do next year with, because Tim Anderson has a club option for $12 million. He's either getting traded in the offseason or by the break. He's got to go. Moncada. Unfortunately, you're gonna have to eat that contract and keep playing him. But it's like like changing the culture in there is gonna be difficult because you have the same same players. If you have a lot of them, if you have to run them back, right? You got to get rid of Eloy. We already talked about that. He's got to go. Yeah, because you're like at this point, I get that you you know we all still are on the talent, but there's only really one guy who's like Lou untouchable. Bob. Lou Bob. That's Lou Bob. That's it. Like everybody else has. Has you know chipped away at the confidence of fans and pr- most likely the organization enough to where you could be like, yeah, it's time to either look at you know what you what you could get for them or go out and move them. But I, th- yeah, I, I just there's only one dude that I wouldn't touch. Everybody else needs to go, and they didn't do that, dude. Like that's something that I thought was necessary. Like you had to find a way to move on from one of these big names mm-hmm. to show us what direction you're going in. Keeping them, they kept, you know, they kept majority of them. I, I know Lance Lynn, Joe Kelly, uh, who else got traded? Middleton. Uh, Middleton. Burger. Uh, Giolito. Burger. Burger. G- yeah. Giolito's been shit, though. Right, right. Giolito's been shit. But but I thought you should have done more to get, like, now I kind of am, que- I'm questioning, is like, yeah, you got rid of a few guys, but you didn't get rid of enough to where it's like you're making this rebuild. It just looks like a retooling. Mm-hmm. And you're going to end up with the same shit next right, year. Right, right. So it's like, it's like I didn't, I, I was confused at where the fuck they were going from the start. Like, I was like, why isn't this, why isn't this a clean house type of moment because of the lack of leadership? Yes. Because of the clicks, because of the, the bad play on the field. Like, you had to hit the fucking reset button on this. Right, when they did the first, well, the first uh, uh, rebuild, when they waved the white flag. This is a white flag moment. This is throwing the towel. We're done. Trade everybody but Lou Bob and bring up all the kids see what they fucking can do and if you can't do it get the fuck out too and and it's, it's just sad that they don't do that because the White Sox fans and I know my Cub fans give me a lot of shit White Sox fans are very passionate about their team and they only show up if the team is winning because we're not going to support a fucking losing team I don't I don't knock Wrigley I don't knock the Cubs I don't like some Cub fans because they're ignorant like me no, you're not ignorant. You know who the fuck's playing on the team. Like, people that don't know their fucking starting rotation or who's on the field, those are the Cup fans I don't like. That's as simple as that. I don't mind going to Wrigley. It's 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 a fun fucking time, and that's why people go. And now that you have a good team, it's even fucking better. 
Night and day. I'm not going to make it a Cubs thing, but, like, this will be my last thing on the Sox. Like, if you look how we were talking about the Sox, we were mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, they're looking like the Cubs are doing. They're doing all this. They're doing all the right things. The things that they the Cubs made sure that they got right was the manager mm-hmm. for leadership. Right. Because mm-hmm. you need somebody that everybody, you know, could look up to. And the manager ended up getting the bright, the coaches right. Willie Harris, uh, Mike Napoli. You got yeah, Tommy Hadovy. Even though Tommy Hadovy. Willie like, Harris, White Sox player that was in our system, and we let him go. Yeah, exactly. Willie Harris. I, I love Willie Harris. At yeah. Base, he was, when, he was, coach. when he was coaching our minor leagues, he was a, uh, one of double A AA or triple A. They were winning. Yeah. Left and right because he made them hustle. And those are the guys like uh, Eloy was on that team and uh, Grant. Um, Moncada was on that team. They they had Giolito. They had all those right. guys on that team. Yes, you had a bunch of talent, but he made them play together. Right, exactly. And that's that's where there's a fracture because because your front office has no leadership, mm-hmm. right? Nobody knows. There's no, there's no clear leader. Like, there's no clear leader. And, it's, and nobody say Jerry because Jerry, it, even though he wants to make himself a part of it, it's his team. I get it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you'll reap the benefits if they ever win another World Series. But you are not the leader. Nope. Like, you're not the leader. You're the owner. You're not the leader. Mm-hmm. And you have to go find the leader to go ahead and, and, and make those right decisions. And he just has not done it. Period. This is going down in history as how not to do a rebuild. If you're a GM, you have you know, you come in, and my, I'm an owner, and I'm interviewing you. Oh, I want to rebuild this team. Okay, cool. Tell me how you're not going to be the White Sox. That's exactly what you're going to have to ask. Because Houston did it right. Orioles did it right. The Cubs did it right. Tell me how you're not going to be the White Sox. You're the one team that lost 100 games, traded everybody, and then built it from scratch and failed. Everyone else has been successful. That shows you they had no idea what they were doing. Exactly. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. He's gloating and all this. He's, just like, I'm, he's, he's I'm, had I, the biggest smile. As, as he I'm just like, you know, but getting off, uh, you know, I used to work at Guarantee Rate. Mm-hmm. So Guarantee oh, yeah. Rate is not oh, having a great deal oh, right now. Yeah, speak of that. Those shots. Yeah. Those shots fired. Oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about that off air. But. <laughs> no ice, ice, baby. <laughs> you got to have to they put have ice, ice on that, baby. The yeah. concert, the concert, yeah. yeah. I, like now, now that we know it was like there was no real shots fired in the stadium yeah like i guess I, that's what the that the conclusion i guess as of right yeah. now um i i could see it's not as bad as i thought because i thought somebody had gotten in so did and i started shooting in the stadium right that's, that's when i was like whoa what the fuck is going i'm like on? can't this get any fucking worse right. yeah but but it, it it is sucked i hope those those the women that were hit are okay yeah like that talk about a horrible, horrible week. time. Yeah. Like horrible. This all happened in a matter of fucking week. <laughs> one week. <laughs> Holy shit. In one week. Yeah. That, um, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, people are criticizing the White Sox. Like, oh, you should have canceled the game. I they didn't know what was going on. Yeah. You know. Uh, you know, <laughs> and people make fun of me. Like, yeah, they canceled the concert for technical difficulties. Okay, you have to understand you there's about thirty five thousand people there for that. For the concert essentially um you don't want a mass hysteria of people running right so that's why they, they canceled the concert of saying no technical technical difficulties but i'm 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 exhausted and drained from this organization yeah i'm sorry 
And you're wearing a White Sox cap, and you still need you still need to put a I, Cubs hat on. I don't. Well, so the Cubs hat, I I pulled it out. It doesn't fit, but I will uh, if we if we're here next week. I will pull out my Ryan Sandberg jersey. Fine, I'll take it. Deal. Yeah. Oh, and I still need my meal. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I bet there was a meal promised. Yeah, yeah, there is a meal promised. Yeah, and now now that he uh, now that I have a job and he doesn't, he needs that meal more than ever. I was thinking, I'm like, <laughs> man, I need that two hundred dollars. Could we put that back? Oh uh, man! But yeah, hey, man, thanks. I'm still gonna gloat about that. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you you won two bets, and uh, you know we called you crazy. Yeah. And quick, quick update before we go: Cubs yeah. are tied now with the Pirates one one in the second. Okay, nice. I, it's a winnable game. It's time to bet. Put your bets down. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're, uh, we're going to talk some bears, and uh, hopefully it'll be more upbeat. <laughs> yeah. I felt like I was like listening to a press conference no, this one. This was literally uh, therapy for me, so uh, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride, so do it right now. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TrueFan15. TrueFan15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey guys, it's Steven. And this is Sean, and you are listening to True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget to listen to No War on the Weekend, new episodes on Monday. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, so we're going to go do a couple of shots, so let's kick it back over to Big Z. No War on the Weekend. Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with Ivan, Big Z, and uh, Stevie B. We haven't played your song today. We have not. Where is it at? Where is it at? Here it is. Ooh, yeah. Also, Steven Segments has a new song, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I'll talk to you off air about that. I have have some feedback. (laughs) This is just a jam. It doesn't sound good. I'm getting shit on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm reliving my trauma from last week Friday. Uh, So it's time to talk some bears. I'm excited. Oh, are bear you? Down, bear are you? Down. Bear down. Are you ready? Are you ready for some bears? Yeah, I know. I always thought you were going to hit a Q button. I am. Cool. <laughs> I think I'll put Oh, that's the baseball one. My bad. It's this one. Mm-mm. I'm excited. You're excited? I'm ready for football. Yeah, well, fuck. I've been ready for football for a while. <laughs> well, yeah, you got nothing to watch on TV. I, I do. I watch my Dodgers. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> yeah, everybody's going to be... got to go somewhere else. <laughs> Essentially, everybody who's a White Sox fan, please pick up a second team so you're not on suicide watch. I'll say this. I remember Cubs fans specifically rooting for the... the was it 05-04 White Sox? Uh, Red Sox? 05. Oh, 05, 05, 04, 04 Red Sox. Yeah, the 04 Red Sox. 04 Red Sox. Yeah. yeah. The Curse Breakers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was rooting for that. Yeah. Not for the White Sox in 05. I was like, oh my God, this is the worst day of my life. I thought I thought this week was your first day. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's uh, pretty good. It's up there. It's, it's up, up there. It's up there. It's up there. <laughs> 
Oh man, we give each other shit. Um, so let's talk Bears. Uh, they played the Buffalo Bills in their final preseason game. Um, they ended up losing, which really doesn't matter. I don't really care about wins and losses and what per preseason. We just want everybody healthy. But this week we had about what fifteen to seventeen people that were injured or not practicing. Right, two of them were offensive linemen, which right. is a big concern because that was a problem for last season. Yeah, you had uh, two offensive linemen. You had Eddie Jackson and um, Brisker mm-hmm. both out in the secondary. Uh, it was. I mean, I understand sitting these people out. <laughs> like you cannot, even if it's like naggy, lingering injury, you want to be as healthy as you could be going into Week One right. against the Green Bay Packers. As you know, it, I'm not worried that they sat out this game. I'm kind of worried that you had a, so many guys hurt like mm-hmm. it's not it's not that they set out just like are they hurt or are you just resting them like is this a bill belichick move right you know what i mean where you're just oh all, they're all hurt like we're all gonna we're all hurt we're all gonna we're just gonna rest them and we're gonna bring in you know other guys to let them work and we'll go from there just trying to evaluate you know mm-hmm. some of the talent that's not like your top top tier talent but i mean regardless of that like I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. If going into you know week one, you see the same shit, then I'll start panicking. But right now they got what another week to, to right another week off, and mm-hmm. then they go right at it. So we'll see what happens. I'm not not too worried. Not too worried. Uh, are, are we worried about? Uh, you have Trevor uh, Tevin Jenkins. Tevin Jenkins. I, I mean, he's a concern. Like, it, it is a concern. You know, he was starting to settle in. I thought his mindset was right mm-hmm. um coming into the season like he's he could be one of our best linemen if not our best linemen if he's healthy two, you know two calf strains but two calf strains and it's like you're just frustrated it's 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 frustration because you want him to be out there you want him to be healthy but then there's this and you know last year he got hurt as well and mm-hmm. there's it's just always it's always something you know with Tevin Jenkins and it's not not to say that this is his fault whatsoever. Right. You know, but it's like, God, can you just be healthy and can you know, be out there? <laughs> yeah. Can you just, just do what we're expecting you to do? And it just hasn't, you know, it hasn't always worked out that way. When he's on the field and he's healthy, he's a fucking beast. But, yeah, you got to be healthy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I again, I, I didn't get to watch the game because I was at the bowling tournament. You watched the game. Uh, Tyson, was it Bagnet? Bagent. Bagent. Looks like a stud. Yeah, looks amazing for the first two games that I saw him. I didn't get to watch. I know he's he's on the TV right now, but I'm gonna watch it when I get home. I, I gotta say, he's, guy's a stud. He's got to be the number two. Easy. Yeah, and he's played four years of college. Has a ton of reps. You could see him in the pocket, like the way he moves. He, he's still able to run out if he it, has to. It looks but, like the game is not fast for him. Yep. Where sometimes for Justin Fields, it looks like the game is too fast for him. Right. And the thing with Fields right now, I've been noticing, is like he's not going like a whole lot of snaps. He's throwing like six. He's not. He's like out there. He's not as much out there. So I'm kind of nervous to see what he does with the Packers. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, I think they're just. I think they're just protecting him in that sense. Like they just like put they, a vanilla game plan here. Yeah, just gonna, work on this. Yeah, they're gonna. I honestly think that they're working on specific plays, like. Um, you know, we, we just don't know. We're not we're not there. We don't see the play sheet. I don't know what they're calling. I don't mm-hmm. know what they're working on. Like they're obviously not going out there to in the preseason to necessarily win. No, the game. Obviously, if that that comes with it, if you win the game, like go after the win. But you're also you have to be conscious of the, going out there and getting the reps 
to the players that you want to have those reps or, you know, running the plays that you want to see work out or what do we have to do here? How do we fix this? How do we change this? You have to see those things. So it's like, I, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, you, you, people shouldn't deserve to go see Justin Fields play as much as they can, mm-hmm. but you're not going to see that shit in the preseason. Like uh, it's just not going to happen. Like, right. I, I, I like to see, I like to see other guys, like especially guys that are, you know, quite you're questioning, might be on the bubble. I like to watch them, but if we're worried about Justin Fields in the, you know, not getting t- taken to pr- in the preseason, it's like I don't think that's the right thing to think about. Just because it's like, what would you want him to do? Like, and I'm not necessarily asking you, Stephen. I'm just saying, like, what would he? What more did he need to do to prove from last year that, you know, that or like, what more can he work on that? That it, he needs, he just needs real time play. Like he just needs real game time experience. It's like, uh, yeah, I agree. And I think, I think a lot of us, you know, Bears fans are very fickle. You know, they overreact for everything. They're like, oh, we want to see that the whole, you know, one plus two equals six. Yeah, they want to throw, you know, send it to DJ Moore, and we want to see explosive plays. It's like, relax, it's only preseason. There's no need for all that. We don't need him getting hurt. There's no, it makes angst. sense. Yeah. Which all of that, I'm just saying, like, I'd like to see him like be more of a. More throws, I should say. Get more reps. More in. reps. In. I think that's what again, what preseason's for. I think we've always, you know, judged his passing ability, mm. and then I see him, you know, well, still scramble and run. But to Ivan's point, is you don't want a fucking right. lineman falling and rolling on his fucking leg, right? Yeah, and and there's been a couple plays like he's, he, uh, you know, to that point, he has had a few plays downfield. Like I know the first game, there was all the two screens that were big, but yeah. he's had a big play through a big play to a. a Big pass. A big right. pass to DJ Moore um, this past game. DJ right. obviously DJ fought for some yards and got mm-hmm. a big gain out of it. Yeah. But like I I'm just I'm eager to see him in real time. Like I already know yeah. what he could do in practice. To me, this is like watching a practice. Mm-hmm. You know, watching a preseason game. It's like watching a, a glorified practice. Yeah. But you know, I just need to see it throughout a whole game consistently in real time. Like in, when when this when the lights are are on and it's 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 for real. So. Any concerns on special teams with Bayless Jones dropping those balls in the last couple of games? Bayless Jones ain't going to play. Special He's teams. not going to return. Bayless so, Jones should not. Bayless Jones should be a last resort at return. If uh, Ty, uh, is it Tyler Scott? Or Tyler Scott, the wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. Tyler Scott can't do it, or if it looks like uh, he's winning that job. Yeah, I would imagine because like he looked great when he was doing it in, in uh, training camp. You have a uh, Pettis. I think Pettis is out yeah, now. Yeah, and then uh, Bayless, you just can't. You can't do it. You can't trust them. The last time he went out there, uh, game uh, preseason game two, he lets the first one land. Let's the first one land right in front. It was like 10, 15 yards in front of him. So he doesn't run up. And then the second one, he, he also lets land and then tries to jump up and catch it on the bounce. It's like, no. where's your fucking head, dude? Like, like, why is this so hard for you to understand? Like, are you afraid? Somebody's just gonna come lay your ass out. Like you know, they can't touch you until you touch the ball. Though. Right. Like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get. It. I don't get it. I'm, I'm frustrated. Like you see, how yeah, frustrated yeah. Like, sound I like a White Sox fan. Exactly. Yes. Like, like, yes. It's it's very frustrating because like you cost two games. You cost two games last year. That that play was big. I mean, it could have cost the preseason game. It's not that it means anything, but that have been three games you cost. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I don't. I don't see it working out with the Avalis kick returner. Maybe you'll be a great gadget guy and around. You know, throw him in the slot, see if he could. You know, yeah. break a big one. 
But no, 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 no more, no more for Vegas. Thank God. Uh, I know DJ Moore was taking reps in practice, but there's no way in hell you want DJ Moore returning kicks. No, I don't. I really don't. I, I let yeah. DJ Moore be the star wide receiver yep. we were paying him to be. Yeah. Let Tyler Scott let these younger guys go out and do it. Right. Let them earn earn, earn a spot. You know, right. you're not on on the offense. Well, fuck it. Do it on special teams. Exactly. Uh, Travis Travis Gibson requested a trade. All right, see you, Travis. I mean, see you later. It's not, it's not, it's not like a like I don't like him. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's just like, hey, good luck to you. Like, you you had opportunities. You know, it didn't really come to fruition here. Maybe you'll find your niche somewhere else. You know, it, it's it is what it is. Terrell Lewis is looking great. I don't think you cut him. And then you know you got Yannick Ngakwe on the other side. It's like you're kind of you know you're the odd man out. So if you think you have what it takes to be a, a number one guy, like you're going to end up going to a team that is probably not that great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're probably not going to go to a great team right now because I'm sure all the other good teams have pass rushers. Unless they're, you know, they bring you on because like they have the money and you're like a luxury piece and they're ready to win now. Mm-hmm. I could see that. But other than that, I mean, Travis, Travis is an underwhelming player. He was an underwhelming player when he was here. I mean, he's still here, but... If he leaves, he, he was just just that underwhelming. I thought he was going to be a bigger contributor in the pass rush. Never was. Um, former Bear, um, Tariq Cohen, wants to make a comeback. I mean, obviously, he's not going to be with the Bears. We're good at we're good at running back. I mean, all right, Tariq. No. I mean, go good good luck, Tariq. I like I don't know what like it's he's a freak of nature for his size. Right, but you've taken years off, so I don't uh-huh. know what you've been doing in those years. Right, to your body, like I don't know if you've been keeping up. Like, you take off a of football a few years, man, and it's like you start feeling things like that you never felt really, or, and you start feeling better, or like it, it's just it's a weird kind of transition. Like I, I get, I get having the itch to go back and do it again, mm-hmm. but it's like, have you are you prepared? Like, is your body prepared? Also, you didn't you didn't do no OTAs. You didn't do any any NFL workouts. Your body's not no, ready. Nobody's seen you in right. years. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're posting TikToks like Steven. No Good ones, ones by the way. Yeah, I know. I'm dancing. He's what, sprinting what? in the park. You didn't see him. Yeah. He's winging it around. Winging it around. <laughs> uh, have the Bears fixed Alex Leatherwood? That's that- a big sigh. Because you don't you don't know say, what to make of this guy. I wouldn't right. say I wouldn't say they fixed him. I wouldn't say he's yeah. I wouldn't say he's fixed. I, I just say he's found a role. Okay. Here with us, um, some way somehow, like he still has huge mistakes. Like he's not the guy that they he's not the guy that he was recruited as coming out of mm-hmm. college. Mm-hmm. You know, number one or not? He wasn't a number one pick. But we got him from a top uh, a top a top tier uh, first round pick. Mm-hmm. You know, you get him from Oakland, or right. I'm sorry, Vegas. Yeah. But you, at this point in his career, it's just like, you know, if you could be a solid contributor and, and work yourself up to be a, a decent starter, I think that's probably your best bet at this point. I, I don't, I mean, he's if a- he's ready to go, like all I could say for Alex Leatherwood, if, you know, your number's called, be ready to go. If he's starting because of Tevin, well, you better be ready. You best be ready because they're they're gonna go ahead and move you if you don't have your shit together. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's they're gonna find the best five, and they're gonna stick with those guys. So I think this first month is still 
weirdly enough, evaluation time. Like, you're, you'll know who you are in the first month of the season. I feel like, I mean, you could always change that. Like, you'd always change that. But that, after those first four weeks, you kind of have an idea of how this team is prepared. I mean, it, it's it's a tough first four weeks. I mean, the Packers, Bucks, Chiefs, Broncos. Well, two Bronco. and two, two, two and two would be best. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Two and two. Yeah. Because you're not. I don't think you beat the Chiefs, and and I think the Broncos game is going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um. So I was looking at this last night. Uh, the Bears posted the photo. Of number seventeen. Oh yeah. And I'm reading the comments on here. Mm-hmm. One of them sticks out. It's like, how does the quarterback number two look better than quarterback number one? Well, he's playing against he's playing against yes, second tier second guys. And, second he, and yeah, third string guys. He he did get some reps with the first team in his last game, but and, and it's just like it goes on, and then there's all like just field sucks. Um, no quarterback one, and it's just I, crazy. I'm telling you, that, that's I'm Bears just going the all reactor. There's just a, a whole bunch of Justin Fields hate, and it's like it, you can't you can't really. Take any of them serious as serious as you want, because like some of them are just like, oh, he sucks. He, all he does is run. He's a running back. It's like, dog, like the guy, he throws dimes, man. Like he could throw mm-hmm. the football. Maybe our offensive line should just give some more time, like <laughs> make it a little cleaner, because he's evading pressure. Right. Like he's evading pressure. Clearly evading pressure. I, I don't. I don't know. People are just haters. And then, they are, and, I'm, and I'm, people I'm, are saying like, uh, this guy is going to be the Ty- week three starter. But the thing is, Tyson no. Bajant. Tyson Pageant does look fucking good. Yeah, he, does. he does look like he belongs. And honestly, that's a fucking great problem to have. Yes. If you have right. two quarterbacks, solid quarterbacks, one of the Bears had two solid quarterbacks. Never? Never. 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 It's never. So this is a fucking fantastic problem. If, if Tyson Pageant is, you know, a, a guy who can progress and, and who, who could develop, he looks good right now. I know mm-hmm. that. He looks pretty good with... Well, uh, what he's done so far, but Justin Fields is the quarterback. Let's not jump to conclusions. He is a rookie, and it you know he's an undrafted rookie mm-hmm. at that. Let's just let's just see what happens. Pump That's the brakes. It. Pump the brakes. Number two, QB two is a great start for Tyson Bacon. And, and everybody loves the backup quarterback. Yeah. Everybody, everyone. Greasy. Uh, what was it? Um, I, I was an Orton fan. Orton, there you go. Kyle Orton. I like Orton. I loved Orton, um, but. You know, we we we're, we're excited for. There's not much talk about Bears because it's not they're not playing in you know preseasons, whatever preseason. Yeah, but, but in two weeks. Yeah, but we're looking at September 10th, 325 against the Packers. Where are we watching the game? Shit, I mean, it's uh, it's gonna be at a bar, right? Uh, well. uh, I might be at the crib. Oh, cool. I got the I got the deck. If you guys want to come outside, well, that's cool. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> and then uh, have uh, Jose Grill. I'm sure. Why not? Well, it's his house. Why am I in the ground? What do you mean? That's disrespecting a man. Steven's well, bringing a sausage. Jose to work. <laughs> Get in the kitchen. Well, oh. yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Like, I, like, we could watch it anyway. I don't give a shit. Like, just let me know. But I got to do a podcast right after. Um, yeah, you, you do. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, bah, 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 bah. I'm excited. I, I really Actually, am. No, 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 no. I might be actually I will be. I'll have a uh, already started my new job. Okay. So I won't be. God, everyone has at, a fucking I job. Start at, I start. <laughs> I, it's it's two to ten thirty. So. Oh yeah, yeah. 
So yeah, I won't I won't be able to do shit. Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to the bar, Jose. We're going to the bar. <laughs> I'll show my wiener there. <laughs> yes, yes, please. Ask me about my wiener. <laughs> oh man. Alright, any other uh bears uh takes notes? Nothing. Nothing, man. I think we're just ready. Like I, like Steven said, we're all just eager for it to start. Let's see what happens. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back with Stirring the Pot after a word from my sponsor. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. So do it right now. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, percent off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh clothes from Grit Clothing Company. Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create that simple yet classic style that represents that Chicago Southside lifestyle. From t-shirts to hoodies, hats to glassware, they've got you covered. Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride, so do it right now. Check out GritClothingCo.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15. TRUEFAN15. For 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 15% off your entire order. Let me say it again. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Hey, this is comedian Ken Gar, and I was just a guest on the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with Big Earl G Money and bunch of weirdos <laughs> tune in <laughs> watch your mouth cabron welcome back to the true chicago sports fan podcast with big z we got stevie b and ivan um ladies and gentlemen it's that time again oh yeah, yeah stir you know, that pot you know i'm hungry yeah yeah i'm hungry yes. too it's time for stirring a pot all right so uh steven what do you got for us this week so you know me i'm always looking up like food things what's going on in the food area yeah because i'm always hungry mm-hmm uh, but Arby's for a $9.6 billion deal for the restaurant chain uh, to acquire Subway. Where the fuck do they have nine points? There's not. There's one Arby's in Chicago. Yeah. and there's It's so th- downtown. I don't even think it's there anymore. Oh, is it gone? I think it's gone because it was in the basement where the Daily Center is. No, there was another one on, um, I can't remember where the street was. But that, I mean, that was years ago when I used to work downtown. But uh but there, there was one on. There was, used to be one on. I think Roosevelt and Mannheim around there, and that closed. Yeah, there's one in Bedford Park and there's one in Schaumburg because I've eaten at both of those. So if there's fucking two. How the fuck do they have nine point something billion dollars? Well, I know they also own Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, they do. So they have Dunkin' money. Oh, they got yeah. That's that. So which yeah. makes sense, but uh, yeah, you know how many subways throughout the whole world? There's like at least every corner. Three hundred and what was it? Three. Uh, yeah, 334,000 stores worldwide, I think. That's like one of the major franchises yeah. besides Duncan. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, 
And Wendy's had a chunk of Arby's like uh, percentage for some time, but then Arby's you know got their stuff back. So their steaks and everything. So for that nine point, what did I say? I don't. Nine, I don't even, let me nine point six billion dollar. So again, I, I don't know how Arby has the money. I know Duncan has a lot because Duncan. What do you guys drink, Duncan? Uh, I, I when I. In a pinch, yeah. I mean, I'm not even in a pinch. I'd like, if I have a tasting for it, I'll go to Dunkin'. But, like, mm. yeah, usually I either brew my own coffee yeah. or don't drink coffee at all just because. Same. Like, lately, dude, like, actually, this morning, my mm-hmm. wife made me, like, a half, have a, was it half calf? Like, uh-huh. couldn't do it, bro. Like, I was, like, water. Like, I was started getting, like, the jitters. Can't do coffee anymore in my old age. Oh. oh. I, I, I haven't drinking coffee. Uh, I don't need to wake up early, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I usually don't drink coffee. I'm looking at it's the because I'm usually hungover. And I need uh, that refresher from Starbucks. I'm looking at the menu. I'm looking. I'm but up their the- mozzarella sticks do are actually pretty good. Okay, so Arby's has boneless wings or chicken nuggets for uh, <laughs> roasted turkey, ranch, and bacon sandwich. Sounds good. Hush puppy <laughs> breaded fish. No, thank you. Chicken wraps, mm. roast beef gyro, gyro, uh, the, the Greek gyro. That doesn't sound good at uh, all. Uh, no. Crispy buffalo chicken wrap, okay. More nuggets. Uh, corned beef Reuben meal. Chicken bacon. They have like every fucking type of food here. Obviously, they have the chief uh, beef and cheddar. That's their staple. Right. Uh, classic French dip and Swiss meal and a smokehouse brisket meal. And it's also their horsey sauce. That's like the big thing. I, horsey sauce? Yeah. I, that sounds disgusting. Right. It's actual <laughs> semen from the horse. <laughs> 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 I, I, <laughs> oh my God. There's nothing that looks appetizing on this menu. No. How the fuck Especially now that I know they have horsey sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being serious. It's actually called horsey sauce. But it's not It's not made of that stuff from horses. I mean... I'm like- sorry, but it's not. <laughs> um, and uh, while you're digging into that, I do say that Jimmy John's is also trying to get into hot sandwiches, doing a meatball thing, doing like a chicken parm thing. Uh, anything, it- anything Jimmy John does, I fucking love. Jimmy so, John's is a great sandwich. Place. So I know they're doing like the summer wraps. I I love yeah, the summer wraps. I yeah. think they're amazing, but uh, they want to do more things for like uh, like Subway. So it's everyone's giving like uh, backlash on it because like oh you're going to be like Subway. Doesn't well, really matter. Well, well, Subway got sued for so much shit for shit not being what they said it was. Especially I know I used tuna. to work there. Exactly. Yeah. Especially the tuna. You're like you don't know what that is. That's not tuna. It's something. It's, it it yeah. comes in a powdered bag. And then you pour it into the bowl, and then you throw a whole bag of mayonnaise, and then you stir it. Because I used to work there. I had to make it. It's a powdered bag. Wow. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's funny, because I used to eat. That's how I eat. Well, I eat the tuna. I'm I don't even out. eat tuna in general. I do. I love tuna. I, I, it just, I can't. Tuna, mayonnaise, and then throw onions, I was actually going to buy tuna that was, like, mixed with barbecue, buffalo sauce. Uh, that I won't do. So, I don't know. Yeah, the only thing that looks good here is the curly fries, and just because I fucking love curly fries. Actually, tuna and buffalo does sound pretty good. Yeah. Huh. I'm not going to lie. It was in a package at Target. Yeah, the, the single package. Yeah. Hey, don't be deceived, because curly fries always look good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so always it hard like, to dip yeah. them in ketchup, though. I think that's the hard part for me. 
I like to. Ch- I I'm like pretty slow, and and it's yeah. Dump a bunch of hot cheese on the curly fries. Hell yeah. You get. You I'm like Tosin Tyler, and I still fucking do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so Arby's is a hell no, right? I mean, I don't mind. I've never had it, and I I don't think I, I want to have it. It's not like something I'll go to. If Arby's was like the last thing on the road, right after like a long trip, and you're like, "Yo, there's nothing else at the Oasis," but you the do Arby's. see that. That's what you see yeah. when you're yeah. traveling. Right, right, right. I, I've never seen them. There. Yeah, when you're traveling, they're like, "Oh, you know, next stop oh, we have right. McDonald's, Arby's, Wendy's." If that yeah. that's where they're at, yeah. in the middle makes of fucking sense. nowhere. Yep, the Oasis. Yeah. Is it Oasis? Oh. Yeah, they're gone now. Yeah. There's no more. There's no more Oasis? No more Oasis. What? There's only one that's by Hinsdale, but the one by O'Hare, the one that's like right in between yeah. Schiller Park, that was gone because I used to work there. That whole thing is gone. And they it happened. They got one by Lake Forest, the Lake Forest Oasis. Yeah. yeah. There's like, there used to be like six in a row. Yeah. And then now there's like, what, two? Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah. Um, Arby's. I know you have the meats, but uh, I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, I got the meats. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before we get out of here, what are you guys watching that is in sports? Oh, I'm going to watch the Mario movie and the... Um... Oh, shit. I forgot that's on Peacock. Yeah, I know. I've, like, I've been waiting to see it. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I, thank you. Because like, I've been asking people, like, don't tell me anything, but tell me how good it is. And there's a lot of Easter eggs, so be on the lookout. Okay. And then I'm going to watch the uh, new Guardians of the Galaxy. Nice. I did watch the new Guardians. I thought it was it was good. I don't yeah. think it was great, but I thought it was good. Um, that's it. That's all. Two things. I know you don't have a lot of time. No, I got no time. I, got, I mean, other than watching sports. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fort- you have a lot of Yeah. So Fortnite uh, <laughs> just dropped a new season. Uh, so. Everyone's Steve is rocking out with his cock out on Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So that that's pretty much it. Uh, I watched a couple of episodes of Hard Knocks. Oh yeah, I've been watching that. Um, good. Which is pretty good. Um, uh, what else have I been watching? Uh, some I finished this full. Oh yeah, this full was great. That's, yeah. That was fantastic. Um, on Netflix, Tim Robinson show. That uh, he's a funny guy. He was in Detroiters. No. Anyway, he has like these like it's kind of like a spinoff of like Dave Chappelle. Like you know how we do these like little skits. Mm-hmm. So he does those skits, and it's super funny. And it's hilarious. It's on Netflix. There's three seasons. So there's like individual skits. One of them is like they have the skit is like there's these three babies. And it's like making who has the cutest dimples, who's the best baby. But one of them, they they give them kind of like a personality identity. So one of them is a rock star. And then you have a guy saying, fuck you, baby. Jesus. (laughs) He's like aggressive. He's like, I hate that fucking baby. If that baby wins. You know, like, I'm going to fucking kill this person next to me. Like, it's, Jesus. it's that funny. It's my kind of dark humor. Um, but no. So, Steven's going off the rails, people. Slowly but surely. I need stability in my life. So if you have a job. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much what that's I've been it? watching. Yeah. yeah. I'm and, trying to finish the Flash show. And uh, the movie. Uh, yeah, I keep falling asleep. I mean, the movie is pretty bad. Is you it? watched it? Yeah, I've seen it in theaters. I didn't want to, but I went. I, I didn't want to, but I I, I, I think, I mean, my, Michael Keaton, part of it is, is pretty good. Um, I think that it, it's it's an okay movie. I would give it a, a 4.5 out of 10. Yeah. The only reason why Gotham was clean and it was the safest city was because Michael Keaton was killing all his villains. Got to get rid of them, man. Yeah. That's why Gotham was like the safest city in the world. You didn't have to be better. I'm not a big fan of Ezra Miller. 
as the Flash. Me either. Is his neurotic like? Oh my god! He doesn't like, even come off as smart. And Barry Allen's smart. Barry Allen's a fucking genius, right? Right. And that's why they wanted uh, what's his name, Chris Gust- Gustafson or whatever. Yeah, name? who's the Flash in the yeah, TV show? Yeah. And why didn't they use him as part of one of the cameos? I don't know. That's but you bring so George stupid. Clooney. That fucking blew my mind. Like, really? So at the end, nipple of the movie, Batman. Yeah, <laughs> nipple, nipple, Batman. nipple Batman. Right. I'm like, really? You had Ben Affleck. Yeah, Michael Keane, and you brought George Clooney. Well, they asked Christian Bale to come back, and he, he said, said no. no. He said, "Fuck no." He's they've been potent with like for like six months, and he kept saying no. No, he will only work with Christopher Nolan. He said that. He's like, "I'm not doing a Batman if it's not Christopher Nolan." Simple. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I've been rewatching the Batman again. I, I love that movie with Robert Patterson. I have to rewatch it because I thought it was I thought it was pretty solid. Like it wasn't it's a it wasn't story. my favorite. Yeah, it wasn't my like overall favorite, but it was it wasn't bad. Like I liked it. I like definitely like the Batmobile being like more of a car. Yeah. Uh, than the, the sound tank. of it. Right, Ooh, right. sexy. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that, that that's a solid movie. The, the, I really love the Riddler. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what the Riddler is, right? Yeah. Leaving these clues and then I like he actually plays a detective. Um, I like that's what I like about it. Yeah. I, I I was a riddler for Halloween last year. About the whole get up and everything. Or did you tape your face too? Uh, Jim Carrey riddler? I don't, no, no. The riddler from that movie. So I have, I have the mask and everything. Yeah, the, the trench coat and all that shit. <laughs> you, can I borrow that trench coat? Yeah. <laughs> are you going are you going to the park with that trench coat? <laughs> hey kids. Hey kids. <laughs> all right. That, that, that's yeah, yeah, no, that's no. where we went there. Yeah. yeah no, no, thanks. <laughs> You set yourself up for that one. You guys made it dark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, give me the mask, too. Since you're <laughs> um, any Anything you're excited to see before we uh, get out of here? Any movies coming out that we're excited to see? No. I mean, Miss Marvels are coming out, but that's in November. Yeah. And that's far man. away. I'd see it. Not for me. Uh, Yellowstone did announce that they're coming back in November. I'm not a Yellowstone guy. Me what? It's so good. Like you own like land. He owns all of Montana. <laughs> and like you're a big. You're, okay, cool. You're not a politician. You don't do anything. Fun. He's a politician. He's the governor now. Oh, see, so you gotta watch this. Show. It's good. It's good. Um. So yeah, I'm excited about that. Uh, Loki. When does that come out? A little bit, but everything's been pushed back because of this whole strike thing yeah, stuff going on. Yeah. Maybe people got to go work at Arby's now. Right. Or in and out. I wish we had an in and out here. Uh, see, I'll eat in and out, but it's just not like I just got to be real about it. It's okay. It's like yeah, and the fries burger. are always cold. It's a decent burger, and the fries aren't like they're okay. They don't knock my socks off. Right, the, the, but the Candelario just hit a home run. There nice. you go. See, I told you to put the bet in. Um, Man, it's good to be a Cubs I, fan. <laughs> wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't know what winning baseball looks like if it hit me in the head. Um, yeah, I think literally I'm just excited for Loki and yeah and that other show and uh, that's pretty much it. So I think it's time to get out of here. It is. I gotta go. Yeah, you, you gotta go across straight state lines. I don't know if you can do that under the Burger law. King waiting for me outside. Burger King. Yep. Sweet. All right, y'all. Thanks for. <laughs> you didn't get any, Jose. That's okay. Uh, 
I'll go get some Arby's. Uh, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. <laughs> a big thank you to our sponsor, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and our promo, use our promo code TrueFan15 for uh, 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Get your shirts now. Uh, check out uh, Steven's show. Yeah. You no know, water the weekend. That's right. We recorded on Friday, so it'll by be the time you're listening to this, it'll already be out. It'll be out. But, Hopefully. Uh, yeah. But um, bear with us because it was late. I think it was like 11 o'clock when we did it. Yeah, I know. You gave me shit on your last episode, too. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, walk it off. <laughs> All that negativity. Look where it got you. Same place. Unemployed. I'll take it any. <laughs> I'll take it any part of the day, other week. Uh, Ivan, where can they find your show? Oh yeah, go ahead on uh, YouTube, uh, YouTube X, Facebook. Search the tape never lies, and you'll be able to watch us live whenever uh, post uh, post Bears game halftime. If you're a patron on our patron channel, that's awesome. And then Wednesday nights, always we're keeping it 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday nights, 7:30 to whenever we decide to, <laughs> to end it. So. Yeah, check us out on all those platforms. Uh, if you want to find me, go ahead, Ivan V underscore TTNL on X. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, shout out to Ronesh, Panic, Serious Beats, and Custom Made for the beats we played on today's show. Check out Panic on a Beat.com for your moment merchant gear. Check us out on social media. You can find us uh, on X at True Shy Fans. Actually, it's at, I changed the handle to uh, TCSF Pod. So that's where you can find us TCSF Pod on the X. Um, and, uh, you know, got a question, got a story in a pod, want to. Lost my balls. TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. All right, y'all. For Stevie B and Ivan, I am Big Z. We'll see you next time for episode 159. Uh, and until then, be good to each other for the love of sports. A few moments later. Wait, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Um, you know, this is not how we wanted it to go. You almost can't even make it up. It's that bad. Best friends. Yup. You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy. Nature versus nurture lodge. Nature always wins. I think he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos. That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have had those artichokes. I'll eat that poppers. Thanks, Cubs.